What's up, everyone? Welcome to Playmakers. Welcome back, I should say. I'm Haley Elwood. It's officially week one. And who better to help kick off week one than Chargers radio sideline reporter Shannon Farron. Shannon, how's it going? We made it. We made it. I'm so excited for this season, Haley. It's so great to be back out there. You don't even realize how much the fans bring a game to life until you hear the roar of the crowd coming out of that tunnel. So definitely excited for the season at SoFi. I know we're going to talk some Chargers 2021 football, but I do kind of want to rewind back to 2020 because for those who might not know someone in your role, 2020 was just so, so different. But the good news is just these last few weeks, you were out there back on the literal sidelines, not in the moat for the preseason. How good did it feel to get back out there on the field? It felt great. You know, last season was just eerie with, like I said, the guys coming out of the tunnel and all you could hear was the applause on the sideline. I wasn't allowed to be on the sideline. Uh, so sideline reporting was very difficult, as you can imagine, because it's all about the sights and what you hear and the feel of the team and the energy and and who's talking to who and what position groups are getting at the worst uh, from their coaches and and how it's all playing out. And I was kind of like in a moat in, at SoFi. Uh, right in front of the first seat. And so I'd kind of like walk back and forth along that first row, but it was really hard to hear anything, any of the conversations, get a feel what was going on. If there was an injury, it was hard to have eyes on exactly what part of the body they were looking at and how serious it was. And, and so it's just great being that close to the action again and being able to tell everyone who is listening on the radio uh, what exactly you can see there with the guys on the sideline. Yeah, I remember I listened to a podcast last year that Erin Andrews did, and she talked about how, because it was the same for TV sideline reporters, they were in that moat with you. And she mentioned how disappointed she was when she first got the news, but she was still in the arena, but it's just so different. What did you really miss most about not being down there on the field? Yeah, and I think it was just hearing those conversations, you know, when you had a vocal quarterback like Philip Rivers, you know, because that's the last season I was down there for. Uh, you could hear who he was going and chewing out, you know, whether it was Keenan or a missed Even with a, a miss- fans. Absolutely. And the fans as well. You know, last year, what changed was I would just have storylines going into the game, things that had happened in practice, um, different questions uh, with position players and and how we dealt with injuries and how Justin Herbert was coming along. And so I just go with those uh, storylines during the game instead of things that I'm seeing on the sidelines, which is challenging. It kind of changed the way the job was. So I'm glad to be able to give people more information and content this season. Let's talk about those fans. I know you mentioned just how much you missed them last year. I think we all did. And I think not that we took fans for granted, but when they weren't there at games, it just felt like you said, kind of dead, just, just nothing really exciting going on to, to rev anyone up, all of us, even, I can't imagine what it was like being a player. Just how excited are you to get all of them back? Not only at SoFi, but also on the road too. You're now back in sort of fun, hostile environment kind of games. Well, you know, you and I are both fans, and I remember walking into SoFi for the first time at FanFest and seeing the hundreds of people streaming in and almost brought a tear to my eye to see fans back there, just because I know what it means to go to these games as a fan and how much a part of your life it is when you're that big of a football fan. And uh, it, it's just, it's it's nice that just 
Justin Herbert had a season without fans, to be honest. Um, he was able to learn more quicker and not deal with the fans in Kansas City or in Denver or, you know, those great stadiums that, that bring it when the Chargers come to town. Uh, so for that aspect up, I think that was great. That's going to be a learning curve for him, I think. I think he'll be able to champion it. But, you know, that'll be different. Uh, it's just great to see the fans back there and uh, and to hear them on third down. The fact that we had, what was it, 68,000 fans at SoFi yeah. in preseason. <laughs> I mean, that was the wildest preseason. It was the most highly anticipated preseason, I think, ever um, with people's excitement just to be back in the stadium. You know, I think it's funny because the NFL obviously shortened the preseason this year to add the extra week to the regular season. But everyone was so stoked that it was like, we have games again. I mean, even the Hall of Fame game I was watching, which was done on Fox, and it's like week zero of the preseason because it's that kind of bonus game. I barely knew any of the players playing, but still it was like football's back and there's people in the stands and it's just so exciting to have it back. Absolutely. All right, let's get into Justin Herbert a little bit because you just mentioned him. Just what really impressed you about his 2020 season? His poise uh, from the time where he was told, what, 90 seconds before yeah. kickoff that he was going to be starting because of what happened to Tyrod Taylor. Uh, his poise, he is never, he's unflappable. And that's what you look for in a quarterback. He's gotten heat in the past. He got heat when he was coming out of college about not being the typical um, alpha dog leader, um, not being super vocal, not being the Philip Rivers, being kind of the anti-Philip Rivers in, in the way that he carries himself on the sideline, very quiet, a student of the game. But you know what? That's so key. That is what you need in the huddle, right? I mean, there's this great story about Joe Montana leading this drive in the Super Bowl. And, you know, he's talking to his line in the the game is on the line. And he says, hey, look over there in the stands. Isn't that John Candy? And it's that kind of cool, that kind of calm that Justin Herbert has. He wants to be the same guy in the huddle all the time. And to him, that's what leadership is. And I think that that's an amazing uh, leader and maybe a new type of leader in the NFL. Maybe we look um, at, at leadership in a different way um, with, with guys these days. But he, yeah, his poise and the way he treats his teammates um, you can see the respect he has for them shine through. And I think that's very important on the sidelines and when, when games are on the line. I think that was something that was really just interesting to me watching last season because he was brand new, literally brand new, and he was not expected to be the starter. And then he's not only building relationships with some of the megastars on the team, like Keenan Allen and building that on-field rapport, but also the off-field rapport too. And you can tell that respect factor that you mentioned, you could absolutely tell that, that that was building and growing and has evolved into what is excited, you know, expecting, I guess, to be an exciting year too. What do you really expect from Herbert in this season? MVP. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, he, I, I think he's favored in Vegas more than Aaron Rodgers is favored in Vegas. This is going to be an explosive offense. He's going to put so many points up on that board week and week, week out that uh, I think anything short of MVP would be um, kind of disappointing. We'll take that. <laughs> now, one group that'll help him hopefully get there is this offensive line. A lot of retooling that happened this offseason. This group has yet to play a game together yet. But what did you really make of some of those moves, bringing in some other guys and also drafting Rashawn Slater to really fortify that group? 
Yeah, I think that was a great draft pick there at 13. I think that Tom Telesco had his eyes on this unit, in particular on the offseason. It's been quite porous, shall we say, in previous years. There have been some injuries. It was good to see Brian back at practice uh, this week, uh, dealing with that hip flexor issue which hopefully will uh, work itself out. Rashawn is huge. Um, I know that he was ready to go at the last preseason game, but they kind of held him back just out of an abundance of caution. Uh, And Corey Lindsley, like he, I was talking to him a couple weeks ago. He's very impressive. Staley calls him a commander out there. The way he's able to read defenses is really impressing the coaching staff. And they think it's really going to help with Justin Herbert and his development as well. I mean, I think you can say that obviously a guy who's worked with former MVP Aaron Rodgers for so many years, his entire career up until this point. And he also strikes me as one of those guys who is kind of like a Herbert, just like a calm kind of steady leader. Doesn't get too vocal. Haven't seen him get too vocal out there, but provides that sort of just steady hand that really not only helps the entire offense, but helps the quarterback too. hundred percent. He has the same demeanor out there. Uh, unflappable. So when you talk about leadership, let's flip to the defense. One of the biggest leaders on this team, Derwin James, coming back. Just how great is it going to be to have him back out there? It was funny. Joey was talking this week about how he likes to watch or look at pictures where they're both lined up on the edges. Like it's it's so exciting to him. And it's like, it's so exciting to us too. You know, just to see Derwin James flying around out there, you know, he can line up anywhere, be it linebacker, safety, cornerback, edge. Uh, He is incredible. And he, like you said, he really is not just a defensive leader, but the leader of the whole team. That's why he has that C on his jersey this season. Um, And so he's also going to be calling play for the defense. He really has matured. I think you've probably seen it too. He's matured so much in the two years. It's hard to believe we've only seen him in five games just because how explosive he was in those five games. So it's great to have him starting the uh, the season healthy and uh, and in this in this new role as leader of the, of the entire football team face of the franchise, really. It is so funny when you mentioned Joey, because they really have not played a whole lot together. And so getting those two on the field is going to be just awesome. Going to be dynamite. And obviously new head coach this year in Brandon Staley, who is going to be leading this defense as well. What did you see from him? You really had a front row seat to watching Staley sort of navigate this role down there on the sidelines. Uh, I don't like to throw around the word genius, but (laughs) uh, he's, He's a, he's a really smart guy and uh, the energy that he brings and the intensity, it's only leading to more expectations. The other big E word down there. Um, He is really fun to watch the way he interacts with his players, that respect that we're talking about. It really comes from the top down. And he, you can tell cares about his players, respects them, wants them all to know uh, that he is there for them as well. He makes sure to make contact with all of the guys in, in pregame warmups. He runs the stairs. Like, I mean, I know he's 38. He's one of the younger coaches. And it was the juxtaposition of him and Pete Carroll uh, last week was pretty funny. You know, the 70 year old and the 38 year old. I mean, they match each other when it comes to energy. You got to give it to Pete Carroll. But seeing Staley run the stairs at the, up there at uh, CenturyLink Field in Seattle was like, oh my gosh, that's our coach right there. That's awesome. <laughs> It's great. The energy factor is high. And I think that'll be a huge motivating factor too, for, for this team, getting them going in addition to all the fans on the sidelines, but or on in the stands, I should say, 
But here it is week one Sunday officially kicks off the first game of the season against the Washington football team. Let's use that E word. What are you expecting out of this one? And just what are your sort of expectations for the Chargers team in 2021? This is going to be tough. Um, mentioned Rashawn Slater, not, not playing it yet, really. Uh, it's going to be tough. But when you look at, at that Washington football team defense, you know, it's going to be exciting because you've got the offensive rookie of the year against the defensive rookie of the year and Chase Young. And he's a lot of fun to watch and he's hungry and, you know, he wants it. And uh, that's going to be a great matchup there. Uh, I think that maybe we have a little a couple bumps, you know, nobody played in preseason. So it's going to be a little bit of a learning curve there. We saw it last year uh, with, with no preseason and all the stars, men, many of the starters held out this preseason. I think it's a great move that they held them out by yeah. the way, with just looking at the chargers history with unfortunate injuries before, before week one. So it's good to have everyone healthy for once. And uh, I think it's going to be a great game. I think that, I think the chargers, Go 12 and four this season. Haley. All right. I, I feel well, wait, good wait. about this. 13 and four. We yes. got an extra game now. This match is right. really difficult. That's right. <laughs> not, not my strong suit, but, uh, got to do. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Okay. So 13 and four, is that a division division winning uh, record or really good in the AFC West and maybe a wild card spot? Well, I have to see what happens with the chiefs. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we take at least one from the chiefs. It's a tough division. Yeah. It is. Um, so we'll, we'll see as we go. We're excited. Again, it all starts this week. Shannon, thank you so much for coming on. Have fun out there in Washington. I know you're going to be out there. Really enjoy it. Maybe get some stadium meets down there. In the- <laughs> you know it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They're back. Thank you so much, Shannon. <laughs> Take care, Haley.